Hi, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Warpath Reviews. Alphabet here along with my buddy Asvariel. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, can't complain. Well, I mean, I probably could, but hell, who'd listen? Right, right. Well, today's kind of a uh, special episode where me and one of my primary guests will be talking a little bit about ourselves and let you know who's kind of behind all this. As you know, I plan on having a panel of guests kind of rotate through here, depending on schedules and stuff like that. But as of right now, uh, Azuriel is being kind enough to actually be on quite a few of them and giving his well-balanced opinion, seeing as he is a uh, gamer and you actually plan on going into game design, correct? Yes, I actually go after the military, after my six years of service to this great country, I'm going to go and do four years of game design, four years of animation, and four years of concept art. Wow, very good. So if anybody can uh, give information about a game, it's definitely you. So tell us a little about yourself. I mean, what type of games do you like to play? What games have you just want to track down the uh, creator, hit him in the face with a shovel, and call him Shovel Face? I mean... Okay, well, to start off, my name is Asvario. Um, pronunciation doesn't matter. My name came about as I, I play a little bit of airsoft on the side, and Azrael is the is what they consider in the in the the great Bible as the angel of death, the, the creator of um, death and bringing bringing the dead to the afterlife. And during an airsoft match, I had um, a buddy of mine call me. Azrael because I would just slaughter everyone. So I took, why not make it Asvariel to be the son of? So that's where my name comes from. But the the games I mostly like to play are MMOs. I'm a humongous MMORPG fan. I like being able to take control of a character in, in a world that I can live in, can breathe in, can function in, can meet people, uh, work with people, enjoy conversations with people. It, I've done it since I was, oh, good Lord, 13. I've been playing MMOs, Quake, uh, Doom, all that, all the online games. Uh, I'd have to say I used to be a World of Warcraft geek for six years. I've changed over to Aeon here recently and not going back. <laughs> there was a lot of things about World of Warcraft I could get into. That's a whole other podcast we could get into if you would like. Just let us know. That that could be Aeon versus World of Warcraft, and I'm sure I would probably get shovel faced all day. Uh, well, but, let me get my let me get the rant button ready because I'll probably join in on it. Yeah, everybody would would, would rant about that. Uh, I've been in and out of. Uh, in, in World of Warcraft, I've been in and out of arena teams. Uh, not very many famous arena teams, but I've been, been in a few of them, not under the same name. Um, I've played all from strategy games to shooter games to uh, uh, kitty games like S S Sonic and Spyro and. Hey, hey! Don't diss uh, Sonic. No, no, it's not. I'm not saying it's bad, but the, they they consider them to be child games under the child category. Bastards! Let me go get my shovel. Yeah, that'd be the one one people I would want to take a shovel to the face to. Uh, what else? There is uh, the like rock band games and things like that. That's going right out of the genre. Oh, uh, 
What else would you like to know about me? Well, I mean, it's just it's. So, what kind of uh, pushed you towards games? I mean, what caused you to sit down and just go, "Huh, I'm, I'm become the gamer that you are." Oh, Mickey Mouse, the first, um, first, first black and white Mickey Mouse game for the podcast, and I'm sure nobody is ever will ever play it. It was on a little. 32 by 32 inch TV, box TV with wood on the outside. And I was the first game I sat down and played. And then it became Zelda. And then it became uh, Earthworm Jim. Yeah. I love Earthworm Jim. Love it. And then it became uh, Halo. And then it evolved into MMOs. So my roots started out when I was, I learned how to play a game before I could walk. Basically, is what I tell everybody. I. I grew up with video games. My dad played them. I played them. Uh, my my brother's my brother playing. My fiance plays them now, thanks to me. She's a huge gamer now. Uh, but the the root reason why I've gotten into video games is because they bring a sense of reality to a our, a world where there's a lot of things going on in it. To uh, people not having you know money and you're stressed out all the time. It gives, gives you a chance to sit back and say, you know what, this world might be deprived of a lot of things, but the one thing we are blessed with is the fact that we have an alternate reality, and that is video games. Yeah. Man, it reminds me of my old days. My the first game I ever played was Pong. Yeah, Pong was Pong was the shit. So I mean, I'm actually really glad to have you on here. I mean, we've actually. We've actually had a history. We've known each other for, good God, how many years? Time. A long time. About close to five years. Yeah, and I mean, it's, I mean, hell, we both went to school with my current fiance, so I mean, it's. Yeah. Ugh. Man, where's the time go? Hey, where does the time go? Hey, your turn, man. I want to know about you. Well, the uh, nickname Alphabet was given to me because I'm currently in the Army, uh, about to get discharged because of a knee injury, but I've been in the Army for two and a half years, and I got the same nickname my dad got when he was in the infantry, which was Alphabet. That name stems from my long last name being Sayadovich. So most commonly, I was referred to uh, as Private Alphabet or Hey You. Uh, I first started playing, the first two couple games I started playing was Pong and the Adams Family for Atari. The Adams family. And then it just started going up from there, and uh, I really kind of hit an RPG stream once Legend of Dragoon came out. I, I wrote an art, wave of RPGs. Uh, then, I mean, I just started hit getting it. I mean, I just started getting into everything, and currently I actually uh, write game reviews on the side and some articles for uh, game, game industry news. Uh, so, I mean, I'm still a, I'm a writer at heart. I mean, I've worked at all kinds of different industries, TV, writing, finance, military, you, you name it, I've probably worked in it at least one point or time. See, the difference between us folks is he's a little bit more involved in the outside world than I am. I'm stuck in a house all day playing video games, and he gets to see the outside world. See how that shit works? Well, hey, 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 I have to write, for, write video game reviews. I'm stuck in there, too. It's just... <laughs> I wish it could be like you were stuck inside and play video games all day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do work. I do work. It's just when I come home, I do my chores at home, then I play video games. I get home, I write, I write some more, followed by more writing, a little bit of drinking, more writing, a little bit more drinking, then passing out on the couch. <laughs> uh, but what would be if we were to 
if we were to give a little bit of history on both of us at the same time, what would be one of your greatest highlights? Like if you went the you played a game and you were like, man, I'll never forget that. Probably the it's a tie between the first fear and the first gears of war. I remember when I first picked up the first Gears of War, it was used at GameStop. I'm like, uh, this is before the second one came out. I'm like, uh, okay, this game looks promising. It looks all right. I picked it up after I got done playing the game. I'm just like, oh, dear God, yes. And when the first fear was the same way. It was like, I'm like, oh, because you'll find out. My horror games are my trade. That is my favorite genre and one I'm actually most critical of. I played the first fear. I'm just like, oh, my God, somebody got the genre right. Yeah. So how about a part in a video game like that 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 made you say I'll never forget that like like a cut scene or a fight scene or I'm uh, I'm going to make a little callback even to Legend of Dragoon even in this even to to this day I still remember the cut scene where Lavitz dies and I remember it was a big turning point in the story. I still remember it like it was yesterday. And when in turn it's been nine years since I played that game, at least. How about yourself? It would be on Final Fantasy X for the PS2. The first opening cutscene where Titus is laying down, getting ready to play Blitzball. And that music comes on. And it's... That was the start. All the final, other Final Fantasies before that had the good graphics, they had the good storyline. But when Ten came out, they really, really overdid what they thought they were going to do. They really busted out and a really, really good schematic Final Fantasy game. And I was awestruck when mm-hmm. I when that opening scene came out and he's just laying there with a blitz ball. That's what I, I was. Uh, I was in love after that RPG yeah. games. That was my thing. I loved it. Oh yeah, and I mean the thing is, I mean one thing people will find out about us is that we will rant and rave. I mean, you kind of heard me ranting a little bit on Halo. Oh man, but I mean, there's just certain games where it just I it's to the point where I'm just I just want to start cursing. I mean. I mean, I'm a firm believer, and playing a video game should not give me the sudden urge to lock myself in a portable toilet and light it on fire. That is all I'm saying. I mean, I should not... I, I mean, I played a game for the uh, DS. It was so bad, I wanted to throw myself screaming from a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, it was it was actually so bad, I tried, to, I tried to disassemble the game so I could make a time machine and take back the couple hours of my life I just wasted. It's... It's definitely not <clears> – that's – wow. Portable – lighting yourself in a portable toilet. Wow. Yeah. And one thing you'll find out is uh, as Ver, uh, Asvaro here is calm. He's relaxed. Real good guy to talk to. You can ask him. I can actually get pissed off and go on one hell of a mean rant. I'm the crazy one of the group. Well, you got to have the, the calm and the crazy, the left and the right, the yin and the yang. That's what makes a good, you know, oh, a good, oh. a good group. And I'm also the cynical one of the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and especially, like, I'm sure you have that cynicalness as well, because once you get done playing enough games, it's just, you, you just get that, it's like it just wears on your soul when you just become cynical. Well, and, 
with me, video games, it's a part of me. Like, I love music. I play guitar. Mm-hmm. I've been playing it since I was 10. Uh, so now it would be 10 years. Wow, God, how that time flies. Yeah. But I've been playing video games for even longer. It's just become a, music and video games have become a part of me. And they don't really wear on my soul. They, they enlighten me. They make me feel better. They, when I sit down and get done playing a video game for the day and I got to go to bed and I'm laying there and I had a hard day at work and the fiance was, was, was messing around or the, the, the kids were screaming and crying and I, I, nothing could go right. I could go to bed and think, you know what? Even though I had a bad day today, I played a good game. And I know how cheesy that sounds. But for some of us game guys that have been growing up with games all of our lives, that's how we are. Just like people who write music for a living or people write books for a living. They, they might have a shitty day, go to bed and be like, I did good today because I wrote my book, played a video game. I mean, my, I heard that song. my cynicalness just comes, I guess actually it comes from my dad. Uh, man, I picked up his cynical uh, gene and that in his bad mojo. But I mean, just like with Final Fantasy X. Oh, dear God, I had so much fun with that game. Like, because uh, Titus is actually one of my least favorite protagonists for the fact that he always got on my nerves. I mean, every time he opened his mouth, it didn't, I didn't hear words or language. Every time he opened his mouth, it sounded like a boar being slaughtered. I mean, every time he started talking, I wanted to stab screwdrivers in my ears. I, I, mean, I mean, granted, I mean, probably because I come from a different approach where I, I'm just kind of sick of... Uh, clean-shaven, whiny, bitchy, preteen, saving the world. I mean, like, I'm currently writing a book right now. My protagonist is middle-aged, he has scruff, I mean, he's, bore, he's a borderline alcoholic. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I'm, you, I, I mean, I'm tired of these same things, and, I mean, like, the one character I really liked out of ten was Orin. Orin... Oh. Holy shit, I mean, he is the Sephiroth of the series. Because Orin would seem like the, the main protagonist. I mean, he's grizzled, He's a, seems like he's been around the bush a couple times, all he carries is a sword and a giant bottle of booze. I think that's what's in there. But he's I mean, I mean, I mean, that's the thing, I mean, that's what, you, that's what I picture when I think of a Final Fantasy protagonist. Not a, a thing with a ears and a damn tail like on nine uh or uh i mean now 13 actually kind of got back to it because 13 lightning seems like a good protagonist she's emotionally detached she's a badass she doesn't give a shit she seems like an actual protagonist eight i was kind of i don't know eight character wise i was kind of torn on i mean like squall i mean it's just i i don't know i mean he seemed Badass one minute, whiny bitch the next one going back to badass. I mean, he's like he has split personalities. Now, see, what's going to happen is right after this podcast is over with, I guarantee you, we're both going to get slammed. I promise. Yeah. Because will... Just because you mentioned Squall being a little a little girl, I promise you, there are so many Squall fans out there, it is sick. But, I mean, like, like the thing is, I mean, like I said, I'm not saying that he's a whiny bitch. I'm just saying he flip-flopped. Certain parts, like early part of the game, he's Billy Badass. Mid part of the game, he's a whiny, lovesick puppy. End of the game, he's Billy Badass. Again, I mean, he just keeps flipping and flopping. And 
I mean, I understand character development, but there's a difference between character development, re regression, development, regression, development. It's just like, oh, for the love of God. No, just it's like, like, eat shovel. Right. They, they made that a very bad – they made that character to be a very bad uh, – uh, help me out here. What's the word I'm looking for? They uh, – they, they really kind of screwed up in his development stages. There it uh, is. Yeah, so – but I mean that's one of the things is I mean – in this program, I mean, the whole reason I started this program was a program by a gamer and a game writer talking with other gamers and game writers about what we, how we actually feel about games, uncensored. Coming I mean, and like in all honesty, coming I mean, like with Halo, uh, Asvero asked how what I thought what I thought of Halo before the uh, podcast, and I told him I thought it was one of the most overrated pieces of shit I've ever played. But I mean, that's just that's the thing, though, is that, that's why I started this was for censorship. I mean, I don't want to see him. I mean, I'm expecting him, like, for me to say, hey, I mean, I really like so-and-so game, and I'm waiting for him to say, dude, you're you're smoking crack. That game blows. So, I mean, that that's why I started this was because when writing for uh, an actual game publication, you have to be censored. You can't dog on it too hard. Because I actually had my boss – I wrote a game review for a DS game called uh, Dagadar, which is based off of some kid's TV show about rolling balls around a track, and it, it, it was horrible. I mean I wanted, to, was, I wanted to disembowel myself with a wooden cooking spoon. But <laughs> actually when I, I wanted to give it a one out of five. I gave it a one and a half out of five. He questioned me saying, are you sure? Are you not looking at this from a kid's point of view? And I'm like, looking at it from a kid's point of view, for the love of God, at the same time I was playing this, I was playing a Digimon game. Uh, and having fun with it at my current age. So, I mean, that has nothing to do with it. The game just sucks, but I can't just go – I can't come out and say that because of politics and advertising. And I'm sure you, you've probably seen it where you've read – where you've wanted to say something about a game, but it's not the popular opinion. Now, see, the popular opinion for a video game would be yes, I like it, no, I don't. Uh, real true, die hard to heart. Old school video gamers like myself, we're like, we don't like you, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I actually had someone ask me like what I thought of Halo ODST, and I said, that, and I looked at him, I said, you know, that game will probably that game can go rotten hell. I mean, it's, I mean, that I I played it, I felt my intelligence drop. I mean, the last time I felt my intelligence drop that bad was being around my ex girlfriend for longer than two and a half hours. So I mean, it's it's now you see why I'm saying I'm the sarcastic one of the bunch. Uh, and, but I mean, just like, and also uh, we have that issue where, and I said I, I actually want hate mail, and if you send either fan mail or hate mail, there's actually a good chance that we're actually read it on the podcast. So by all means, please send love or hate mail. We'll 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 be more than happy to have it. But I mean, I. I'm one of those people where I kind of – I have my own kind of ideology about games, and I kind of have – like, I don't want to – I mean, and sometimes I poke a lot of fun at games. Like, I would poke a lot of fun at Final Fantasy X. Do I think it's a bad game? No. Is it fun to poke fun at it? Hell yeah. It, it's fun to poke fun at a lot of video games, and I think a lot of the podcasts today are based on one-sided opinions, and there needs to be one where it goes both ways. Especially with, like, 
I know you don't like MMOs for, for nothing, and that's fine. Now, that's your personal opinion, and you well, won't write I mean, a video game review about it. I, yeah, well, but I, it's not necessarily I don't I hate MMOs. It's just I neither have the time nor the money nor the internet nor the consistent free time to actually get on MMOs to make it worth my while. Right. Well, I'm not saying I have a lot of consistent free time either, yeah. but with I've learned to uh, after doing it for God my entire high school career and throughout middle school to learn to be able to get on it like oh six o'clock after school and play until two o'clock in the morning after I get my homework done. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, I mean, I go to work, I come home, I play video games. Well, I mean, like back when I was in high school, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, we went to a high school together. We know we got out two forty one. I didn't get home till one o'clock in the morning from work. And I had to be up, at, and I drove to school, and I had to be up at five o'clock in the morning. So it actually got to the point to me where it's like, okay, do I play MMO? Do I play Xbox? Or do I actually try to get four hours of sleep so I don't fall asleep at the wheel the following morning and crash into a tree? So I mean, that's what I'm saying is I, because up until recently I only had about three to five hours of sleep, uh, sleeping available per day. And then I started my writing career for Game Industry News. I'm trying to write a book, working at like H&R Block, and army and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've just been busy to the point where I just don't have the physical energy to do MMOs anymore. Well, I mean, you got me. You got <laughs> Come to me, man. I will yeah. tell, enlighten you like a pastor at church about MMOs. <laughs> I will open your eyes. Hallelujah! I, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Last time I went to church, uh, they started throwing crosses at me going, get out, go away, go! <laughs> oh, man, we better not say that. That, that could get bad. Anyway, Anyway, back to the back to the real thing we were doing. <laughs> but, but, but before we think we, we get crucified for anything we've been saying, um, no, I'm sure if, they, if anyone gets a pipe bomb sent to him, it'll be me. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I might get one too. You never know. Yeah. So I mean, it's just one of those things where this this whole program is just kind of you know allowing people to just kind of cut loose and enjoy and. And I think I started this to actually get hate mail. <laughs> I mean, but you gotta get hate mail in order to learn. And yeah. don't and feel free if if you listen to our podcast and you're like, I don't like what they say, or do you need to add something else? For God's sake, send it in. Yeah. We, we need we need. We're not looking for. We're not going to hate you or beat you. Just find out where you live. Beat you the damn shovel. We're looking for somebody to help us out. And if you think you can, give us your opinion, good or bad. And besides, contrary to popular belief, we cannot read minds. We can't analyze where – I mean if you live out in the middle of Hickville, Kansas, there's no way in hell I'm going to know if you think that we should take out or not say a certain thing or if you uh, d- disagree with a review. And I mean as much as I love our viewers, I'm not going to drive out to Hilljack, Kansas to go meet you guys personally. I mean I'm just saying. Email's a lot more effective. Right. Yeah, well I've got – I'm sorry. I, I love you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. If you are listening, you guys are awesome. Uh I don't love you that much. I can't. I forgot to ask somebody to go out there and do that. I'm sure uh, Alphabet and, doesn't either. And besides, I mean, I've actually lived uh, next to uh, West Virginia. I mean, after seeing one or two people look at you and going, mm-hmm, you're sure got a pretty mouth. I stay away from Hilljack areas nowadays. <laughs> I mean, if there's not streets like there, I don't go. I oh, mean, man. I, I live, used to live in Marietta, Ohio, across the river from Parkersburg, West Virginia. And I mean, I, I sat down in my apartment, and the first thing I heard that night was, da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
like I said, uh, feel free to send us love or hate mail, or in my case, you can FedEx me a pipe bomb. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. Uh, you can send us the uh, reviews at warpathreviews at gmail.com, and you can actually find the actual, and of course, uh, we'll try getting them up on iTunes soon. As of right now, though, it's warpath.podbean.com. So we really, remember, subscribe, tell your friends to subscribe, tell your friends, brothers, mothers, aunts, nephews, sisters, maid of honors, best man to subscribe. We'll, we'll, we'll take down here anybody. And if you don't have to, if you, if you don't feel like you want to talk to him, come talk to me. It's Asvario. It'll be on the Podbean. He'll be able to spell it out for you. I know it's kind of hard to say. I know it's kind of hard to even, even to look at, but you can always, I get it on my phone, just hit me up. If you want to talk, chat, do something, hell, play for your game, let me know. Yeah, I mean, in the words of uh, my good buddy Brandon, I mean, we don't, we don't discriminate. We're equal opportunity haters. Yes, yes. All right, everyone, thank you for listening, and as always, have a good podcast.